everybody. This is Jason Weidel, your host at OnlineStrategyPodcast.com. We have a short podcast tonight, but I have a very special guest, a director of alumni relations at an international boarding school. She has a, a Facebook group with nearly a thousand followers, and she is going to share with us some quick tips and pointers about managing a Facebook group. Her name is Takasia. Welcome, Takasia. Thank you, Jason. Um, it's actually members of the group, not not followers, um, just in terms of terminology, um, because it's not actually a, a personal page, it's actually a group page. Right, right. And, poor choice of words on my part. And so you can have a public page, which is a page, and that I recommend highly for any, uh, any business, because that, that can be indexed by Google and come up on the page of Google. Right, so that's a page, but what, what we're talking about is a group, yep. specifically. So in this group, so you have a, is it a secure group, is it an open group? It's a it's a closed group. Okay, and so what does that specifically mean? That means mean? that you, uh, it's a private group, which means, um, and I have it set up so that I approve any of the members, someone can invite someone. Oh, someone um, else can invite someone, and then yeah. you, but you, be, you basically have to approve. Okay, so you monitor the members. Someone can try and can request to be a member as well. Um, and I just need to verify who they are. Right, most, right. Most of them, I have a pretty good idea. Okay, but okay, some, cool. But, some, but, but actually, on a regular basis, I would say a couple times a week, I get fake profiles where you can go in and you can tell they have one photo and they just joined and you have no idea. Oh, it's just are. like some, someone trying to spam you or something. Okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. So, so those, those guys, I, I don't add to it. So we've got this group, and this group is about a 1,000 um, people, most of them are alumni. It's focused on alumni, which um, the the purpose of it is to get alumni engaged, uh, interested in the school, um, being able to track well with what's going on at the school, that kind of thing. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so what what single most thing have you done to this point since you've been managing this over this group over the years? What single most thing has been the most advantageous, if, to use an interesting word, for getting the alumni engaged and getting people engaged. Because I know with corporations, I, I'm very familiar with getting corporations and historical corporation stuff engaged and getting past customers engaged with things. But in terms of a, a school, what would you say is the single most effective thing that you've been able to do to get those older alumni from years and years ago back in, to get the, the even the recent graduates keeping staying in the loop? What what has kept? What has really kept that group alive? Uh, I would say one of the more popular aspects of the group, and I actually surveyed this with the alumni, are the photos. Uh, the school undertook a project um, a few years ago where a bunch of old photos, thousands actually of old photos, were scanned, and now they're in a database that I have access to. Mm-hmm. And on a pretty regular basis, I'll put up a photo, uh, maybe like once or one to five times a week I open that, up photos. And that's really important. That's a good point because you basically monitor that because you mentioned before we started the, the radio show here, you mentioned that there's, there was a point in time where you were posting a lot of stuff and you realized you were actually losing some of your members because basically they were getting too much content on, on their wall and, they, and probably likely they were just getting annoyed, right? Yeah. So, so what, what did you do to solve that? 
what was your solution to help your to advise your members so that that problem wasn't happening well, anymore? Well, the first thing I did was to make sure they knew that they could turn off the notifications in the group. I would just put up posts reminding them. So you send a post out, like just educating them, like yeah. go to the settings, go here, go here, go here, go yeah. here. Okay. I, I put it in the description of the group as well as uh, I for the first couple of months. Uh, I would do that because I noticed a few people were falling off and I didn't want that. I didn't mm-hmm. want them to drop off just because they were getting too many notifications. Right. I also just um, watched how often people came on the group, on the page, how often they commented on posts or liked posts and just kind of from there tailored it more to what was interesting, what content they wanted, um, asked them what content they wanted and then just tried to keep it uh, relative to them, to all the different ages. So sometimes we'll put up a photo from the eighties, and sometimes we'll put up a photo from last year. I see, right? Yeah, and I've seen, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of the group posts, and yeah, it seems a very broad span. And it's interesting because you get interaction from all the different alumni classes through over the different generations. Yeah, that's definitely the idea: is to get the different classes interacting with each other because the page is not only to get them engaged in what the school is doing, but also to get them engaged with each other because um, I've created also for networking. Like some alumni will put up posts about they're looking for a job or they want to hire someone. And so I know there's been a few jobs that have been found in the last year just based on looking on um, the, the group page. Right. Um, also, uh, if someone is looking for a same opportunity into a particular field, or um, if someone in a particular field is looking for apprenticeship, people who want to do apprenticeships, that kind of thing. Right. So you're basically things. keeping everyone engaged in some way, like keeping past alumni, present alumni, helping each other, uh, interacting, opening the communication between all the different uh, generations, basically. So it's really like, it's really, you, you're, you're creating a self-sustained the idea, I mean, obviously the idea with social networking is creating like a self-sustained community of, of individuals with a similar, you know, whatever the group topic is about. So, okay, okay, so that makes a lot of sense. So you have the, the pictures, the interaction, the job, the help, and everything. What, what advice would you give to somebody right off the bat if they were going to start a group tomorrow with any, any product or service they were doing? What... And the podcast is about to be over. This is the last segment of the podcast. But what what group, what advice would you give to someone starting a Facebook group tomorrow? Again, we're not talking about a page. We're talking about a group. Yeah, I would say the first thing that I would do is find out what your audience for that group is going to be. Um, is it going to be your past customers? Is it going to be um, what exactly are is that group going to consist of? So really defining your demographic. Yeah, find the de- define the demogra- demographic and then also figure out how to get them because you also with the group, you have to invite the members, so you have to be able to locate the members. Right. Um, and so is it appropriate to have a group if you're just selling a product and these are your past customers? I don't know if your customers are going to appreciate having their name looked up on Facebook. So right. probably not if you have a specific product, but if you have a, a school or a some other kind of a group where it's normal to have that regular interaction, um, then it would be entirely appropriate. And then you just need to find a way to invite them on that group um, and then start finding the best way to engage them 
and, and it's all and it's all a demographic. That's one thing that I I've, I preach over and over in all my podcasts is it's the internet is just like any other industry, but it's demographic is the key element to a successful campaign because you're all it's all about targeting, right? It's all just about targeting and and getting the right uh, message out to the to the right people. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, Takeja, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, we will have you on again in the future because I have a lot more questions for you on some more specific stuff on how you, how you go about some of the other activities that you prepare for your posts. So. No problem, Jason. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show, Takeja.